welcome to Paint Ed. PCA provides painting contractors with connections they need to grow their business. To find out more and to become a member, go to PCAPaintEd.org. Find more great content like this on PCA Overdrive. A subscription to the platform is included with membership. For all you non-members out there, sign up for our free trial. PCA Overdrive is available on the Apple Store and Google Play. In today's podcast, we feature an episode from PaintEd with Torlando. In this episode, Torlando talks with Steve Wilson from CBiz and gives us an overview of the health benefit options coming to PCA contractor members. Welcome to Paint Ed Live. My name is Torlando, your host. So glad to be here today. Uh, it's a nice, uh, see, it's December 1st as of this recording. I, this is going to come out a couple weeks after that, but, uh, you know, so we've got the Christmas season uh, happening soon. Hanukkah for some folks, uh, you know, we got a couple of holidays happening. Some of, some of us are winding down our efforts um getting ready for a break and now is a good time to start thinking about how you are going to take care of your employees in the coming year this last year we've talked a lot about how to attract better candidates we've talked a lot about the labor shortage and all the problems that we're ha- that we're uh, seeing as contractors as we try to tackle the mountain of work that's out there. And I'm really excited about today's show because we are announcing something new, a new benefit. We've been talking about this for a while, uh, but the PCA is actually now offering a medical benefits program. Very excited that this has actually happened, that we actually seen the day. I remember the very early beginnings of this conversation and wondering if it was ever going to be real, if it was ever going to happen. Our executive, our esteemed executive director, Nigel Costello, got it done, got it across a plate with the help of uh, Steve Wilson with CBiz, who I've got on the call today. Um, Here's the deal. You know, with the expo coming up next March, um, and the, 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 the title of the conference is the, having a professional mindset. We'll be talking about the professional mindset. Becoming a legitimate business, becoming a business that can actually benefit your community goes so much further than having a good product or employing people. But it's, it's about taking care of your people. And the reality is, and many of you, you know, started as uh, painters back in the day yourself. You're painting for somebody else. That's how I started. Uh, you know, I mean, I when I started painting, I was making eight bucks an hour. You think healthcare was involved? No, of course not. Uh, you know, you, you if I had if I had health trouble, I was on my own. You know, especially in those days, you know, the Affordable Care Act wasn't around, so I couldn't stay on my parents' insurance until uh, you know until I was 26. Uh, that happened when I was 25, okay? Took advantage for with for, for about a year. Uh, but health concern is, is, is always, it's always a concern. You know, some, sometimes you're young and, and you're not, you know, you, you don't know and 
you don't know how bad things can happen to you. You know, you, know, you think you're invisible, invincible, but you're not. Stuff happens. You get a little bit older and you start to realize, oh, man, stuff has happened to me. Stuff that's out of my control. I'm not invincible. And uh, and that's where as a young person, you start to think this job that I have, this, uh, you know, this uh, 14, 15 dollar an hour job that I have, no benefits. It's not I'm breaking my back. This isn't going to work. I get if I get sick, I'm out. I don't have, uh, you know, I just I just don't work. I'm a seasonal worker. I just don't work. I don't make money. And I can't afford to go to the doctor. I got to find something else. And that's what they do. That's what they do. And that's why we can't find workers because we as contractors aren't making this career viable for people. We have to make it viable for them or we will continue to have this problem. We will continue to have workers that don't know what they're doing. Turnover, constant turnover. Our life will be a living nightmare because, you know, the, the thing that we do painting, we can't get the consistent help to do it. It's time to change that. It's time to have a more professional mindset about your business. You got to create that change today. This March PCA national expo, you got to be there. It's going to be in Orlando, Florida. Uh, we got a bunch of great speakers lined up. Um, some, some of your favorites are, are, are going to be there. Uh, trying to think off the top of my head. Uh, we've had Alan Langer on the show. He'll be there. Brittany Drozd, Nick Slavic, of course. Um, I'll be there. Uh, you know, the, the, the folks at BTA, they're going to be there. It's going to be a, an excellent show. Phenomenal education. But the biggest benefit, in my, my opinion is being able to fraternize with everybody that's in the biz, that's in the trenches, that's doing it. And you got people out there who are uh, a little bit further along in business than you. Maybe the, maybe uh, you know they're, 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 they've got a couple more guys on their crew, a couple more trucks, whatever. Um, some folks are out there. They may not have the biggest business in the world, but they're smart with their money. They manage it well. The bottom line is strong. Right. Those are people we want to learn from. And it's such an amazing privilege to go to the, the uh, PCA Expo and uh, uh, participate in all the events. We have the industry awards. I've been promoting this. OK. PCA paint backslash awards. Go there. If you have done some good work, um, maybe you're in commercial, maybe you're in residential, maybe you're in high end. Maybe you are. Uh, maybe you have a great marketing campaign that really worked out. Uh, we want to see this, and we want to see you there at the industry awards. This is like the Grammys of the paint industry. It's such a an amazing event. It's a, a you know a beautiful dinner, delicious. It's it's catered by a Michelin star chef. That's not true. I can't promise that. That's not true. But it's good food. And uh, and it's and it's such a wonderful evening. I want to see you there, PCA Expo. To get more episodes of Paint Ed, go to pcapainted.org. Look for the link that says PCA Overdrive, where you get 400 hours of uh, wonderful bonus video content, $5.99 a month. If you are not a PCA member, it is free, part of your membership if you are a member. 
so many member benefits, and that's what we're going to be talking about today. Today, I'm going to bring on Steve Wilson of CBiz. We're going to talk a little bit about um, we're going to talk about health benefits, and my hope is that I can uh, I can learn a little bit here because this is something that I, I you know I'm no I'm not an expert in everything. Okay, I know I pretend to be, but I'm not an expert in everything. I'm not an expert in this. Uh, my you know my kids the other day I was driving in the car. Uh, my daughter said, Dad, how do you know everything? And I said, uh, well, honey, I don't, I don't know everything. I know 95% of things, but I don't know everything. And uh, she didn't get the joke, but I, I had a little laugh to myself. But I don't know everything here. So I, I want to bring on an expert, <clears throat> an expert, Steve Wilson. He's, uh, he, he is a, uh, uh, um, a, a registered, uh, licensed real estate agent, but, or not real estate, I'm sorry, insurance agent. Um, and he's also the president of uh, Association Partnerships, and he has been instrumental in uh, working on this deal to bring benefits to our trade. I'm so happy to have him on the show. Please welcome Steve Wilson. Hi, hey, Steve. <laughs> hey, Steve. Welcome to the show. I don't know where that real estate thing came from. That's, it's insurance. That's fine. I'm picking up a new thing today. I love it. I can't wait for the opportunities. It's going to be fun. Yeah. An agent is an agent, right? Really? I don't know. <laughs> I think I was so once a long time ago. But. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm really glad to have you on the show, Steve. And and uh, like I said, you know, I want to keep this show um, very informative, uh, very uh, you know, oriented towards helping our folks get covered because right. a lot of them aren't. A lot of us uh, just didn't even think it was in the realm of possibility for our business. And, yeah. and from our conversation that I had uh, with you before the show, it sounds like um, it is uh, not only is it doable and achievable, but um, with this plan and some of the options that you have, it's, it's kind of a no brainer. It's, it's kind of a must. And so uh, thank you so much for being on the show. I'm really, really glad to have you here. Yeah, it's my pleasure. It's, it's, it's an exciting thing that the PCA has done, and I'm just happy to get to be the guy that gets to talk about it a little bit. So looking forward awesome. to it. Yeah. Awesome. So um, tell us a little bit about um, your background and where, uh, you know, like CBiz and how how this how this kind of came to be. How is an association yeah. able to even offer this kind of thing? Right. And, and well, actually, many still can't. Right. So PCA is one of the leaders in this. Um, but so, yeah, my background, CBiz, CBiz is a we're a publicly traded company. Um, two mm -hmm. sides to it. One side is finance and accounting and, and financial consulting and, and investments. The other side is, is people, HR, human capital, um, benefits and insurance, things like that. So my background is actually a combination of both finance and, and organizational psychology. So how do people and money work together in a business to either make the company successful or, or ultimately destroy it, which mm. you see both. Um, so I work more on the benefit side and um, we had, and I don't even remember how now, stumbled across Painting Contractors Association um, well over a year ago with them trying to, to still come up with a way of, of creating a, a benefits package through the association for members that actually was affordable and had good coverage. And there was just so many things that were that were against them, right? Just the rules yeah. from state to state, the different pricing, the mandatory 
requirements for participation and financial contributions, and it just just never could get launched. So um, it was an interesting um, year or so of conversations with with Nigel and other members of, of the association. And long story short, uh, we now actually have something that that works really really well um, that awesome. I think no one has seen before, and that is um, um, it's something you can't get anywhere else except through PCA. So. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, in, in your career, you've been able to, to work with many small businesses and, and associations. What are some of the uh, problems that stand in, in the way of most companies being able to offer health benefits to their, com- to their uh, employees? Why, why isn't this already commonplace? It just it doesn't make sense to me. Uh, because the way it's done now is, <clears throat> I mean, let's be cynical. It's cost and uncertainty. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's, <clears throat> excuse me, it's crazy expensive to begin with. And then every single year, the price goes up and yeah. you have no idea by how much it's double digits easily. Most years, if you get an eight or 9% increase in the cost, you think you're getting a deal. And most small businesses are running on pretty thin margins anyway, in order to compete and build, right. You're in a growth right. mode. So you're trying to invest every penny back in the business so you can grow and expand and Health insurance is one of those unknown variables that sucks away the resources from the business into something that you can't control. Um, so if I'm going to be cynical about it as a licensed uh, broker, that's the problem I bring to small businesses every single year. Mm-hmm. Essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. so, but, you know, I have to think that, you know, most, I mean, the cost and, and the, the concern and all that, I mean, it's very legitimate. I faced it. Um, as a contractor there, most years, I just, I didn't even think it was, uh, I mean, I, you know, I talked to my broker and it was just like, gosh, I just, I can't do this. And, and so I would facilitate ways for my employees to get on like a state plan or to go to the, the, uh, you know, healthcare.gov when, when that was happening. And, and it, I just felt like I never could give my employees a real option, but I know that I wanted, it was always on my mind and I know that it's on the mind of a lot of our uh, members and our listeners. Um, what do contractors need to know? What do we need to know if we're thinking about offering health benefits? So no, actually great, I mean, great, great, great way that you put that, um, right? So the, the the issue, right? So there's two things going on in that, so in that statement that you made, right? The, the problem and then the solution to that, or if there is one. So. Um, right, like just in general, United States, right? Our health insurance, our health care is the most expensive in the world, period. Yeah. doesn't matter how you look at it per person or just flat dollar. And it's not by a small amount. We, we are almost double the company, the country that's behind us mm-hmm. in terms of cost. So, and that, that burden is borne mostly by small business owners, right? Large corporations, yeah. they have the ability to negotiate and, and set up different types of structures where small businesses can't. Um, and it, it reminds me, actually, I, I think we were talking a little bit. I had mentioned a little bit about a, um, of all things, a horse farm um, mm-hmm. in, it's in Illinois, actually. They're a nonprofit and they give rides to um, kids with disabilities. It's part of a therapy um, mm-hmm. thing that they do. And it's, it's you know, nine employees, three full time, six part time, and, and they can't afford it. Right? There's minimums that have to be met in terms of people and, and price. So um, the way it looks now, right, is is for health insurance, you are going to go to a broker and that broker is going to go to one of a couple of carriers, Blue Cross in your state, United Healthcare mm-hmm. nationally, Aetna Humana. Maybe there's a mm-hmm. local option right in California, you have Kaiser. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and so you can, you know, uh, you can then get these essentially retail quotes for for health insurance. And it's the most expensive possible way of buying health insurance. And so you look at that and you say it can't be done. And they want an X number of people enrolled and X number of dollars. And so you have to then also provide a bunch of information, right? You have to build out a, an employee census with zip codes, and social security numbers and birthdays. Yeah. And right. And it's just who has time. So red tape. Well, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, right. And there's money. It's just it's so that's the traditional way of doing it. And anybody that's looked at it, usually a small business is going to throw up their hands and just go, all right, you know what, customers, let me go, let me go, let me go talk to my clients. Right. Mm-hmm. And so here's a stipend. And that's what the horse farm did. Here's a couple. There's a little bit. Here's a few bucks. And you go go out to the marketplace and buy some health insurance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and, and the example I'm thinking of in this case, one individual, you know, fine, fine, fine young lady, right. Just in her, in her mid thirties has a, yeah. $470 a month health insurance policy in the open market. And it's, uh, it's a $6,500 deductible, which means she has to then pay on top of her 400 plus $6,500 before yeah. the insurance actually kicks in. Not really coverage, right? No. So no, it's not. the neat thing about PCA, so not to just bemoan all the misery in the world, the neat thing about PCA's program is there's none of the the crazy requirements up front. No mandatory contributions for from a business. No minimum participation requirements other than you need two people to be on the plan. That's mm-hmm. it. Um, okay. Rates are rates are level. They're set. They're pre-priced. You don't have to to worry about any of that. What's the gender? What's the zip code? How do I give money to different people that have different prices? It's just set flat rate. All fifty states, and it's very very affordable compared yeah. to the open market the way they designed it. Yeah. So, you know, the, I mean, I think, I think that the obvious concern, you know, is um, the cost. Uh, but, you know, I also think that there is a concern about, um, you know, almost uh, maybe like opportunity cost in terms of, you know, being able to keep your employees and mm-hmm. being yeah. able to give them, you know, what, what they need to survive. Um Mm-hmm. you know, are those things that I need to be like, how, how should I, I, I just need to justify, I mean, I have this moral thing, but then I have this, you know, just this, is it freaking feasible? I mean, how can I reconcile these two things? Yeah. Um, um, I always go back. So again, remember my, my people and money. So I, I'll mm-hmm. default to the money first because <laughs> to me, that's, and especially as a business owner, that's why you're a business owner, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's because you own it, you control it, but it's also the money that comes with it. Um, so you can, you can ignore that, right. And just say, I don't need to do this for employees. I can let them be on their own and I'll pay them an extra buck or two. Um, mm-hmm. I, I can remember not, not exactly the same industry, but a landscaping contractor that I'd worked with recently. Right. So the way, the way he worked was no benefits. He mm-hmm. always had a, a constantly churning employees. So first thing in the morning, get up bright and early, right before the sun's before the sun's up. He gets the crews out, gets them in the trucks, and sends them out to the jobs. And then he would go and grab some coffee and a donut and go sit in a gas station parking lot. And he mm-hmm. would wait for his competitors' trucks to show up for for the employees to fill the trucks. And then he would mm-hmm. ask them if they're happy where they work and if they wanted an extra fifty cents or a, or a dollar an hour more. That's how he hired, right? So yeah. it was constant turnover because there was nothing else. That's all right. it was with a few extra pennies. And when you think about that, the employee doesn't actually get that full dollar. They have to pay taxes on it. 
And it doesn't right. cost the business owner just an extra dollar an hour because they have to pay workers' compensation insurance on that dollar, unemployment insurance, federal and state. You have to pay FICA taxes on it. If your general liability policy is tied to wages in some way, then you see increases mm -hmm. there. It's just insane. And, and then, right, so it's going to cost the business owner, depending on where you're at with that, um, you know, it could be buck 20, buck 50 to give a dollar and the employee walks home with 80 cents. So there's 70 cents just thrown out the window for every dollar that you're, you're giving in that. Right. So it's financially, it doesn't make any sense to not offer benefits because yes, benefits are an added expense, but it's not subject to those additional costs. It's still a write off and the employees get so much more for it than just a mm. dollar. Right. Mm -hmm. Even for, regardless of the benefit. Right. But yeah. Health insurance, especially, it is the number one most requested benefit of any employee outside of paying the livable wage, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. right? So, and, and it is the biggest issue for every business in the U.S. right now. Has been, yeah, but, yeah. So, I don't know if that answers your question exactly, well, but yeah, I mean, it makes sense issue. because you know one of the things that I've mentioning you know over and over on the show is is how you you go down the street and then you see all of the the hiring signs and and you know you can you can get a job at McDonald's paying you sixteen dollars an hour. And, you know, for a, for a young apprentice, you know, that uh, paying paying a young apprentice 15, 16, 17 dollars an hour, um, that really squeezes the margins because um, they're just so new to the trade uh, that their production speed, uh, you know, it just it, it doesn't make them a very profitable, uh, you know, employee. Yeah. They'll get profitable six months, you know, to a year. Some some folks can get them, you know breaking even after three months, but, uh, you know, it really, to get that speed, it really does take the time to become a, a profitable painter mm -hmm. and to be competing against, um, McDonald's, um, you know, on, on wages alone. Um, it just, you know, it, I, I, to me, it would, if I was a young person in, in, you know, in the interview table, uh, figuring out what they're paying and, and being like, I could, get this at a, at a fast food restaurant, uh, it would feel like a slap in the face and it, and it wouldn't feel like a, a career option. But what you're saying here is that if I, as a, as a contractor, um, you know, maybe I can't be competitive on the hourly wage, but if I add benefits on top of it, it's only going to increase, uh, my, my, uh, my payroll burden um, marginally and not as much because I'm not going to have the, uh, the tax burden and the, uh, the, the, you know, the other uh, employee uh, burdens, yeah. right? Right. Correct. The, the overall expense to the business is lower to offer benefits as opposed to increased wages. Also in terms of the types of employees you attract, again, you mentioned, right. Getting older. I'm, I'm much older than I, I used to be, right. Bags under the eyes and the, the whole thing. Mm. Um, but when I was you in look my great. Thanks. Uh, but when I was in my twenties, right? Like I did want that extra, extra buck or two. And the reason I wanted it is because I was out partying every night, right? Yeah. I had a great time when I was younger. There's some great stories out there of, of horrible things that I did. But <laughs> the neat thing about that though, for me was it was a good time, but it also is as an employee, I'm not very dependable at that point in my life, right? I wasn't, yeah. I didn't show up on time for work. I'd leave early. Those are the types of employees you're attracting at that point mm. by paying an extra buck. 
If on the other hand, you have health insurance, you have somebody that's interested in that, that's somebody usually with responsibilities, right? A Marriott mm -hmm. kidnapped, start to think about these things. And, and I want some stability and an extra buck or two to buy some booze with is way less interesting than having health insurance coverage if my, my two-year-old or four-year-old or 10-year-old has an ear infection. Yes, yes. So, so again, better quality, more experience, right? They understand the trades, they understand the business, they're gonna be a better employee and you're able to attract those people. Um, yeah, I've even seen it in other industries. There was a, um, a another contractor fencing, right? So they were mm -hmm. on one end fencing contractor, other end was manufacturing. And and you mentioned the higher wages. So um, the problem they had was actually workers' compensation insurance, but it wasn't. It turned out to be health, and the, right? So the workers' compensation kept going up. Lots of mm -hmm. injuries, lots of accidents. The mod kept increasing. So we got in there and started looking at it. And what had happened was, and this was going back a few years, Amazon had had come into the market, right? And mm. bought down a warehouse at 15 bucks an hour and they were paying 10, 11 at the time. Mm -hmm. So they did lose some good employees, but Amazon also has benefits and tuition reimbursement and all these other things. Right. right. So all the good employees went over to Amazon and they were left with the ones that couldn't cut it at Amazon or couldn't get hired there and would accept any job for 10 to 11 bucks an hour. And so you started to see these employees with less engagement, less interest in the job, not paying attention on the job. Accidents started going up. You, you started seeing things like theft within the business going up, shrinkage, we're missing inventory, what happened, people not showing up for, for, for shifts, and it, it just started to just snowball. So the idea was, how do we fix the workers' compensation insurance? And it turned out the fix was not to increase wages, right? Margins had started shrinking, couldn't afford to increase wages. The fix was tweak the benefits so that we could reattract the right people. And then over a couple of years, uh, we were able to fix all of it. But it doesn't always work the same way. But to your point, yeah, exactly how it goes. They're all interrelated. All those pieces within the business all connect. And they all yeah. connect. Yeah. For sure, for sure. And they provide a net impact. So, all right. So tell me a little bit about the particulars of, of, of this medical benefit program that the PC is offering. How much does it cost the business ultimately and the employees and, and what kind of coverage is offered? Because, and, and I want you to bear in mind that there are probably going to be some employers who are like, I, I'm starting with nothing. I can't, I can't afford any additional expense right now. And then yeah. there are going to be some who are like, no, we've, we, we really do want to take care of our employees and, and we really want to make sure that they are, they are covered right. well. So do, do your plans yeah. kind of span the gamut? What do, what do they look like? Yeah. You, so you have an entire range of offerings within this. So first of all, no mandatory requirements for the business, right? This could be hundred percent voluntary, meaning you could offer it. Employees can sign up for it on their own. They will most likely using that individual with the horse farm as an example, mm -hmm. um, get something much more valuable than what they already have. Odds are really good for that. Um, so again, don't have to contribute anything. Just need two people on the plan. That being said, there's 10, 11 options within that that range from as little as about $15 a month that provides an employee with access to unlimited doctor's telemedicine visits, unlimited tier one, there's a tier one drug list, you know, those basic um, antibiotics, painkillers, things like that, free, free prescriptions, free visits to urgent care as many as you want for up to $150 per visit. Right. So, okay. So there's, there's that. Um, yeah. So, and then there's another version where it has like 30, 35 a month to get the full suite, or you could, you could use pieces of that for a little less around 15. 
Um, so very affordable, great way to get access to healthcare. Up Can to I ask you a question? Yeah. So, so going back to the, you need two people on the plan. Right. Um, you know, if I'm, uh, if I'm, you know, self-employed, um, I've got my wife and, you know, on paper, she's in the business, right. maybe doing some, uh, you know, accounting type stuff. Yeah. Does that count as two people or is that part of the family? Like I, I'm, I'm wondering how I get over the hurdle. Of two yeah, that's, if that's I'm really interesting. Small. I love this question because, <clears throat> sorry, a little frog in the throat. Um, originally it was designed so to meet federal department of labor requirements. Mm -hmm. So the federal requirements for the Department of Labor are that there's two people in the company. So that federally would mean husband, wife. Here's mm -hmm. the funny thing. States, state departments of labor have different interpretations. And so different states have said, no, what we want are two people on the plan. Mm -hmm. So the, actually the states and the federal government are, are, are knocking heads over this and we're in the middle watching it happen. So we have defaulted. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. So we have defaulted to the the more difficult um requirement in order to ensure compliance regardless, which is two people. Okay. So there are ways to households. Right. Well, yeah, correct. So, or you would have the husband one one and the spouse on another, which is crazy. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. But again, with everything with the government, if you know what you're doing, there are workarounds that are legal and ethical and that can be done. So there are ways for sole proprietors to still join this. It's a completely different way that we have to structure it, but it can be done. So, okay. so yes. So, but then as far as the plans go, right, then you have that low-end healthcare access to those. I'm sure everyone's familiar with those MAC minimum essential coverage type plans. There's there's some of elements of that that are in there, which, you know, don't provide much. Mm -hmm. um, all the way up to a full-blown PPO option. And this one's my favorite because it's it's access to actual healthcare, right? Not just I have a local doctor network. Mm -hmm. The way PC has designed this because it's national you have access to any doctor, any hospital in the United States almost. Ah. So think about that. One of the problems with healthcare and the expense is access to quality healthcare. If I have a, a bad physician or a bad hospital, it's not real good at treating whatever it is that I'm dealing with. I'm going to have extra tests, which is extra mm -hmm. costs. I'm going to be mm -hmm. going back more often. There's going to be complications afterwards that have to be addressed. Mm -hmm. So if you have access to best quality healthcare, you have fewer problems, there's fewer costs long-term, and employees are healthier and happier. So the doctor network is national. It's almost 1.2 million doctors and specialists across the U.S. Mm -hmm. Go to any of them, right? If it's mm -hmm. affiliated with Mayo Clinic or UCLA Medical Center, Johns Hopkins, or Steve's back surgery and bait shop, and that's where you want to go and go, right? <laughs> sure. And then, right, I don't know what kind of quality care you're going to get at my place, but, but yeah, it's there. Um, and then the hospitals are completely unlimited. You can go anywhere. You have to get there. But if the best yeah. place to get your cancer, knee surgery, allergies is some other place and you want to go, that's been set up for you. That's the yeah. neat thing about it. So it's unlimited. Prices are way less expensive. And um, yeah, that's a really neat program. What they are they examine of that, right? So the yeah, full, that full PPO ish national coverage down to hey, I've got some telemedicine and, and urgent care visits and some medicines. Are the, are the plans uh, ACA compliant? Yes, yes. So <laughs> wide range MEC plans, like that kind of stuff that you're familiar with are Part A compliant. Um, we have a number of options, five of them, which is, you know, they've got the metallic names, bronze through gold mm -hmm. and ultra plans. Those are fully ACA compliant. So you're all set on those. Uh, but again, they all offer 
that unlimited doctor and hospital network regardless. Mm -hmm. And then within each one of those, each employee has the option of customizing the insurance even further based on their needs, mm -hmm. right? So again, it doesn't exist anywhere. Yeah. If I go to the local broker and get a United Healthcare plan, which nothing wrong with United Healthcare, right? So, great so each so each employee can customize their plan. Yes. So based on the coverage and dollar levels that make sense, you can increase the things that the plan covers or decrease. Pick something different based on what makes sense for you, right? So I'm I'm 28. I'm young. I'm healthy. You know, my only problem is drinking late at night and having a hangover the next day. I don't need a lot of coverage. I don't go mm -hmm. to the doctor. I can set something up that's very affordable for minimal amount of money per month. Could be mm -hmm. 100, 200, 300 a month, depending on, on what you want. I can go to the doctor. I can go to specialists. I can get tests and labs done. I can go to the hospital. There might be some limits, right? But maybe I, I pick a plan that has a limit on the hospital visits and I can only go mm -hmm. 10 times a year, right? Or mm -hmm. for 10 days mm -hmm. or something. But, but then maybe I'm worried about that. So if I want to customize that, I can expand that out. I can tweak the hospital coverage. I can tweak the prescription coverage. I can do things that make sense for me, right? I don't need wow. a lot of prescription coverage. I'm young. I don't yeah. have any issues. I, I can I can essentially pick a plan that doesn't have much there, um, right? And 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 you know that favors the health insurance more. More. Mm -hmm. I need the health coverage. I don't care about the dental or the. I'm sorry, the dental, the yeah. the medical, the prescription. So I can tweak that as well. Yeah. So yeah. It's, yeah. Really but then, but then if I, you know, if I'm, uh, <clears throat> you know, a young dad, I've got a, you know, baby on the way, we're still building our family. Maybe right. I've, maybe I've got some, uh, you know, mental health stuff that we need to, you know, I can find, even though, you know, you know, Johnny over here who, you know, who's partying all night, doesn't need much. I right. can, I can customize my plan because I have a few more responsibilities, a few more exactly. concerns. Exactly. Right. And I could, I guess I can pick a lower cost option that's here. And then if I want to increase one aspect, then I have that flexibility to maybe I'll pay a little extra to get some better prescription coverage. Right. Okay. And then, right. Then with every single plan, in addition to the doctor network, each one of them has that unlimited telemedicine option and there's unlimited telehealth or teletherapy as well. So there is that therapy. Mm -hmm. component in there. Oh, so interesting. They've looked at it at pretty much every issue yeah. and come up with something that allows employees and employers to customize something that makes sense. Really yeah, makes that's sense. that's really awesome. Yeah. So, um, do you? Okay, so then in terms of the employer, um, you said that, that that they don't have to match or or offer a contribute. There doesn't need to be a contribution, but there certainly can be. Yes. Um, how does that work when different employees are on different plans? Right. Uh, again, I, I would usually default for money purposes, for budgetary purposes to what we call defined contribution, which means yeah. I'm going to decide what the flat dollar contribution will be per employee and then let the employees customize from there. So, again, I'll use the horse farm as an example. Right. Didn't offer health insurance, couldn't afford it, couldn't meet the requirements. So they provided a small stipend on the paycheck for the full three full time employees. Right. Mm -hmm. So they got a little bit of money and then they went out to the ACA marketplace. All we did was carry that that stipend over into this program, right? Mm -hmm. So they were able to then offer to the employees, the full-time employees still got their stipend and then were able to make choices that they wanted. Part-time employees are also eligible. So mm -hmm. they were able to join too and the company didn't have to give a stipend. They could just sign up if they wanted to, right? Yeah. So if you have, you have seasonal employees, right? In the North, I'm not painting all day, all year long, outside anyway. 
mm-hmm. right? Typically, um, so I can I can have seasonal employees and put them on the plan, and when it's time to come off, they can come off and come back on the next year. I, if I have part-time employees, then I can do that as well. It, it's just complete. It's amazing yeah. the way I set it no, up. This, I mean, Look, it seems kind of like too good to be true. I, like, like <laughs> it is a little right. Like, well, I, I, what, like this is how, like. There's one supposed cash. to work in America. Cash. Okay, what's the cash? What's you the have cash? to work in America and you have to qualify. It's not what's called guaranteed issue, meaning we don't just blanketly bring everybody in. We just we have to ask a couple of questions, make sure that you're approved, and once that's done, you're in. That's it. That's the catch. That's the only. Okay. Cash. So, like, it, what about if you have like pre pre existing conditions? I, you know, as an employer, wouldn't really know about them typically, right? Yeah. There's HIPAA, so we're gonna get you know go back to healthcare laws. Typically, an employer isn't isn't privy to what's going on with employee health issues. Um, but if you are, let us know, right? And then yeah. we take it into account and look at it. But to date, um, actually, for any of the plans that I've done, I've never had to deny anybody. Okay. Wow. That, that's not to say it couldn't happen, right? But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. but it, yeah, it's simply you just have to qualify to get in. And there's, like I said, there's usually a way to work that out, make it work. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's but you know there's a lot to this, right? Yeah. So it's in, in a typical, you know, whatever the time allotted for your podcast is, it, there's going to be a lot of detailed questions on this, which is I think why the yeah so yeah and and my and my role largely, you know, I see my role largely to just kind of be the voice of the contractor, you know, when I bring yeah. somebody on like this and and ask some of those questions that I that I that would be on my mind, you know, if right. I were if I were you know, if you were just like giving me a quote, these are the questions that would be on my mind now. Okay. So if I have a family, let's say I've got, you know, it's me, I'm the owner of the company. Um, I've I've got a family, uh, my wife, I've got maybe three kids. Let's just say that's, that's what I got. Um, and, and I want, uh, I kind of want to deck out my plan. Okay. What, (laughs) what is the, what is the range? What is a, what is a plan? What is a really, a uh, nice plan look like if I'm, you know, if I'm going to really give myself some, some great healthcare. So when you say, what does it look like? Are you talking about the coverage options, the cost, the whole thing? Both. Yeah. Both of those yeah. things. So yeah, that it, it's called the ultra plan. You'll see that if we get a chance to talk to anybody about it and show them mm-hmm. what's in there, but the ultra plan is that national network, unlimited hospitals covers everything just about i think there might be a couple of prescription things that aren't, aren't covered but um but essentially covers just about everything it has unlimited telehealth there's teledental which again isn't fixing cavities over a phone it's just looking at problems going yeah here's a here's a painkiller yeah. and get to the dentist but um right tele teletherapy is, is involved with that as well and maybe it's going to cost around 15 1600 a month total for an entire family the yeah. deductibles on these things are zero dollars, right? So we use that sixty-five hundred dollar deductible for the, yeah. the horse farm person. No deductible. Um, okay. Out of pocket maximum for an individual is two thousand dollars. Okay. Okay. Right, so so let's use that family example, right? I've got mm-hmm. a I don't know a wife and an X number of kids. I'm going to pay fourteen, fifteen, whatever the amount. I got to get the exact penny. Let's say it's sixteen hundred. Mm-hmm. Um, per month to have that. Every insurance kicks in from day one. I'll have a copay of maybe $25 for the doctor, $20, something in that range. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's it, right? And then you just pay copays for, for a, each doctor visit, each specialist visit. And then when you get to $2,000, you're done paying. Okay. 
right? Okay. So, so yeah. it's it's unbelievably rich. And if I'm going to contrast it, right, every every single ACA plan or even group health plan that we've looked at and matched them up on, always yeah. less expensive, better coverage. But yeah. again, that's the most expensive option. Everything yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it's not twenty thousand dollars a month. So, you know, I wanted to see what the range was. You've got, yeah. you know, you mentioned fifteen dollars, and I wanted to know what the most expensive range is, which yeah. is, sounds like about fifteen hundred dollars. Um, which uh, is, I kind of expected that for kind of this upper echelon of, of plan, but yeah. it sounds like there's going to be something in the middle for for anybody based on um, based on what you're able to afford and based on what you're. <gasps> excuse me, able to offer, um, your, 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 uh, your, your employees. Um, this is, this is really exciting news, Steve. I'm, I'm, I'm very, very excited about this. How, um, is it difficult to, to, to get enrolled or get a quote? How does that, how does that process work? No, not at all. Like I said, it's, it's, you know, go out to the website, right? You'll put that information up. Um, you'll have a direct contact to me, um, out there. You can pick up the phone. You'll get a hold of me on this phone here. Mm -hmm. It will ring to me. We can have a conversation about it. I can email or send you, if anybody's interested, the exact details. I'll go through all of the, the itty-bitty crazy pieces of it so that you fully understand what it is, what it covers. Then we'll figure out from there what plans you want to offer. Do you want to offer all 10 to your employees? Probably not, right? We'll pick two or three that make sense. You decide whether you're going to make a contribution or not, and then we have a, a period where we need to set it up and do an enrollment meeting. So it's, you know... From the time you decide, give us 30 days, we could do it as, as quick as 15, but you know, 30 is ideal for us to make sure it's done correctly yeah. um, to get it all to get it all taken care of. You fill out the questionnaire, that's it. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, it, were, yeah. it was more difficult, but yeah, they addressed, PC addressed everything, right? Here's all yeah. the hassles. It's a pain in the butt to do. We've got to fill out a bunch of information. We've got all these, all of it's been removed as much as possible, right? Yeah. There's a couple yeah. of nuances to it that you need to understand, but once you're comfortable with it, it's it's pretty simple. Yeah. No, this is great. This is this is really outstanding news. It's how uh, you know, and, and at least in a in a private insurance world, it's how it should be working in America. Um, go to pcamedicalbenefits.com if you're listening. Um, it's pcabenefitsmedical.com to talk to uh, Steve Wilson here. Thank you so much for being on the show and, uh, and I'm going to send you backstage and close out, but I, I really appreciate you coming on and explaining this to us. Thanks, Orlando. It was a pleasure. Appreciate meeting you. Absolutely. All right, folks, there you have it. Steve Wilson with CBiz introducing the PCA medical benefit program. Um, I, you know, I, I gotta be honest. I didn't know a lot of the details um, going in. He, he gave me some brief things and I was just asking questions. Those are the honest to goodness questions that I would be asking um, if I were putting together this plan for my team and my employees. Um, I would definitely be doing this. This is this is great news. And I'm, I'm so grateful to uh, Nigel and the team at PCA for uh, making such a, a, a monumental and, and I mean, honestly, it's a little historic. And I, and I don't think that that's hyperbole because we as an industry, we have to elevate our game. We have to do more for our employees if we want to attract long-term people. And, and this is a game changer, you guys. If, if, you, are, if you have not uh, <laughs> you know, taken this conversation to heart and to see what, what such a wonderful opportunity this is, um, just go back and listen again because 
this is so important. It's critical. And, uh, and I'm, I'm just, man, I'm just so excited. I'm so grateful for uh, the PCA and doing all of this stuff for us. If you want to watch more episodes of Paint Ed, go to PCA Overdrive, PCAPaintEd.org, uh, backslash PCA Overdrive. 400 hours of content, wonderful, wonderful content, um, not just from me, but from uh, some of our other uh, personalities in the industry, Nick Slavic, Zach Kenny, uh, Chris Moore, uh, Brandon Pierpoint, a lot of awesome folks putting out great content to help you grow and sustain a better business. This is what we want for you guys. We want you to grow a better business and have a life that you deserve. So grateful for you guys. Uh, keep busy, keep working, and uh, we will see you next time. Thank you for listening to Paint Ed. Paint Ed podcasts are produced by the Painting Contractors Association and is made possible by members and industry partners. To find out more about upcoming education opportunities or for more information about joining PCA, visit PCAPaintEd.org.